there's a signal from another world. A wayward transmission adrift between dimensions. A frequency not found in any normal radio dial. I never believed it was possible, until I found the radio on a dirt road in the Pine Barrens. It broadcasts from a reality like our own, but uncanny. Familiar landscapes and places, but through a dream, through a nightmare, you are now part of the Lost Signal Society. People don't think about what they can't see, especially in a big city like this one. Like the closed storefronts in the neighborhood, their windows shuttered or covered in paper. People walk by them without ever even wondering what might have been inside. But I do. Mom says I have an inquiring mind. Anyway, shortwave is kinda like that. There's signals arching invisible overhead over skies. So many of the other kids I go to school with never left this one city. Besides for the fact that I just moved east, through my radio, I had spoken to people all over the world. Not just in the United States either. At night, if I can get the signal to reflect off the ionosphere, it's like the magnetic force field around the Earth, I can reach all the way across the ocean. But tonight, I didn't need to reach that far. And I said Jesus came and touched the hair behind my ear, and it whispered to me, his path is the blessed one to salvation, and the dark road would only lead to dark places. This is KD2HCL Monitoring. This is Kale Charlie Year Orange Kite. KC2YOK. I've never heard someone use those words as substitutions. I'm outside of Brooklyn. What about you? Me too. Are you a rat? A what? Repeat that? A radio rat. A, a fan of Rat and Koenig. He's the guy who binds us all together. No. Well, what do you think of conspiracies and aliens and ghosts? Do you think it's interesting? Well, sorta, I guess. Are you interested in secret things, hidden things, you know, the things that most people ignore? Oh, definitely. Well, then you gotta check out the big guy's show. Alright, I gotta go. Tune in, 513.13, tomorrow, midnight. Wait! Hello? Hello? KC2YOK? Victor, India, November, Papa, six, four. Misiku! Ha! I didn't mean to scare you, Misiku! Nisan Bionu Plasen. English, Zoran. For your mother, so she can practice. Yes, Mama. Have a school. Are you making friends? Yes. How could you not be? Such a sweet, smart boy. Look at his map with pins all over. Friends across the world. They're not really my friends, Mama. They're other radio operators. Yes, your, your, your hams, right? <laughs> because of the word, I imagine pink little pigs in headphones. But who are you listening to so late? You know you're supposed to be in bed. I'm sorry. I'm in my pajamas. I just lost track of the time. Finish getting ready for bed. I will talk you in. My mother pressed a foam headphone to her ear. Four, three, five, eight, <gasps> two. This is a scary one, station. What is three, it? I don't know. Six, well, four, I don't want you to have bad nine, dreams. I'm okay. I'm not afraid of bad dreams anymore. Mm, but you still have them. Not so much. 
go. Clean your teeth. It's brush your teeth. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Brush them well, okay? Yes, Mama. What you listen to, Red? He only wants a reaction. Can't you hear me, you pinko? Maybe you could hear me better if you weren't being rude. Hey, those are my headphones. Oh yeah, I thought you Russian commies were all about sharing. I'm an American, and we're not even Russian. We're Serbians from Yugoslavia. Stop calling me Red. Now I got your stupid Walkman, too. Please, give it back. I found it in the garbage, and I fixed it myself. It's not even music, just some weird lady saying numbers. You're such a freak. It's from my radio. Listen to this. This is some weird shit. What is this? It's so spooky. Give it back to me, sis. It sounds like commie propaganda, and I don't want you exposed to that stupid crap. What? It's not propaganda. If you think that's what it is, then you don't even know what that word means. He's calling you stupid, Jeff. You say I'm stupid, Red? Red. 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 The voices Red. of the kids swirled Red. around. Red. I tried to grab back my tape recorder, but something Red. began to burn deep inside my brain. Big mistake, Red. Huge mistake. Catch hell. Please, give it back! Don't see that happening. Seems like we got a game of monkey in the middle. Yeah, Zoran. All you gotta do is catch your Walkman and we're all set. They tossed my second most prized possession over my head. Jeffrey, stop being a butthead. Go long, Al. I tried to grab at it, but I stumbled. Okay, okay, kids. Cut it out, cut it out. You broke it. I'm coming to mediate. I'm coming to mediate. You rat on me and I'll make you pay. Okay, what seems to be the trouble here, boys? No trouble, Mr. Paulson. We're just playing and Zoran dropped his Walkman. Is that true? Yes. It was an accident. Oh. Well, I guess there's no need for me to mediate. Here. Um, I think this is the play button. You might need it. Zoran, Amelia, finish gathering all the pieces of the Walkman and get to your classes. And maybe use this moment as an opportunity to realize that it's not the things that are important. It's our friendships. Like the one you and Amelia have. Uh, we don't really know each other. We're in different grades. Oh, well, uh, I guess carry on, I suppose. Mr. Belovic, I'll see you next period. You fixed it before, right? Maybe you can do it again. I shouldn't have to fix it! I was just trying to be nice. Find the other buttons yourself. Hello, Misiku. Have a school today. Look, you'll be happy I'm watching a show in English about cops. Sit with me before I have to go to work. Is it still going well with all your new friends? Yes, it's wonderful. Today, I learned a new game. Oh, really? Yes, it's called Monkey in the Middle. That was fun, right? Monkeys are fun? Yes, everyone had a lot of fun. Just remember, no matter what, you're my little mouse. There aren't any mice around here, only rats. I know you missed the old school. Things will get easier. School in Pennsylvania or school in Michigan? I'm sorry we had to move so much. 
I have to follow where I can get work. But no matter where we are, we're together. Oh, <laughs> you haven't hugged me like that in a long time. Not that I'm complaining. I love you, my Zoran. You're more like your father every day. Can I go play with my radio now? Homework first. Okay. I had to pretend to be asleep before I snuck out of bed at midnight to tune in the Rat and Cognac show. The first time I heard his voice, I felt as though I'd discovered a secret. Hello, my little furry ears on the ground. It's time for the most anticipated time of the week. The uncanny roundup, where we look all this strange, unusual, and plain eerie events in this city on the edge. I've got some real interesting submissions from all of you. <laughs> Tonight we're going to start with tales of things that cannot be seen. I was hooked from the very beginning. Here was someone who saw the world the way I did. Can the government beam thoughts into your mind? After tuning in for months, I knew I had to find him. But how? He could be in any city and I could be receiving him through any relay of repeaters. Are poltergeists real? Until one night I heard something that I could barely believe. A siren played behind the Ratten Kognig show, fading into the broadcast. What lurks beneath this very mound of Ireland? And what do these stories have to do with the alien abduction phenomena? And then into my world. He was broadcasting from my neighborhood, and I knew I had to find out where he was. If anyone could explain the mysterious numbers station, he could. The show came on at the same time every week. To find him, I'd have to be clever. I packed my backpack with a homemade signal finding kit, sometimes called a fox hunting antenna, and I snuck out my window down the fire escape. My mother worked at night, and we couldn't really afford a babysitter. In a real emergency, I could run down the hall to old Mrs. McGrady's. It made it easy to sneak out, but I felt so guilty. It was like a game of hide and seek where I was both the hider and the seeker. I couldn't be spotted by anyone for fear of being caught, and yet I was looking for someone who didn't want to be found. It almost took me a month to find him. My mother had begun asking me why I was looking so tired all the time. My guilt at sneaking out while she was at work almost overcame me, but my curiosity became my obsession. And I started to think I'd never be able to find him, or maybe that he really was a phantom like all the other radio rats claimed. Until I found myself staring at an old ramshackled row house blocks just from my own apartment, with a large antenna on top. It was the last month of school and so hot that folks were leaving their windows open, and a voice floated out of the stream of yellow light and down the fire escape like a tractor beam from the ship. That just about wraps up our show tonight, you ghosts of the airwaves, you psychonauts of the inner universes, ghost hunters and demon raisers, and of course, my radio rats. I double-checked, followed the wire, tracing its trajectory with a pointed finger and one squinted eye. It ran from the antenna on the roof down the crumbling bricks to a fire escape framing a window. There he was, the Ratten Kognig, the man I'd been listening to for over the airways for months. I climbed up the garbage can and then I made a swinging leap for the hanging ladder. The rest was as simple as a jungle gym, though I was puffing and panting by the time I got to the window. I jammed my skinny finger into the gap that the antenna wire made. 
and I gently pried the window open. He couldn't hear me through his thick headphones. Remember, if you see something strange in the city, don't just sit pretty. <laughs> Alert the radio rats. They're everywhere, and they're always listening on this frequency. Good night. Um, sir? Who are you? Who sent you? <laughs> They're sending kids now? Let go of my arm! Who's sending kids? I came on my own! How did you find me? I used this. A fox hunter, eh? This isn't bad. So you're a him. Where did you say you were from? I'm from the neighborhood, and I know you're the rat incognig. You're sure of it? Are you often sure of things? Well, are you the rat incognig? <sighs> you will call me Eisenstein. Do you like chess? Mm, I don't know. The man shuffled to the closet. He wasn't at all what I was expecting. I thought the man on the radio would be someone younger. But instead, I was faced with a thickly bespectacled man with a balding head and a halo of gray fuzz. He moved like it hurt, and he pulled a dusty chessboard from the closet. So, you're interested in the unseen world? Yeah, that's why I like the radio so much. I see. Whoa, what's that? It's <laughs> a ray gun. It's like um, a gun for spacemen. There was a show about a hero who traveled the stars, righting wrongs that I watched when I was a young man. Writing wrongs? You know, standing up for the little guy, not letting the villains of the world take advantage of the weak. Doing the right thing when it wasn't the easy thing. <laughs> like you, Rattenkognig. I'm not the Rattenkognig. Besides, Captain Drake's fifth is way better than him. Captain Drake Swift? Hmm, I wish he were real. Me too. Listen, I've had it a long time. How about uh, you take it for a while? Really? I won't say I haven't ever lied, but this time I'm telling the truth. I left that night with three things. A toy ray gun, a book, and a person who understood me. You're listening to Lost Signal Society. Coming up on November 25th, there'll be an interview with the writer-producers of this audio drama program on the Count Drahoon Feature of Fright podcast, Interview by a Vampire. Here's a preview of your peek inside the radio. So, uh, out of curiosity, uh, how does your uh, collaborative process work in, in writing new episodes? And, and since your background is in uh, uh, television and film, um, how do the uh, processes uh, differ uh, in, uh, I guess, writing a film script and writing a podcast script? I think that our process is pretty similar for both. Mm -hmm. um, where one of us will write the, one of us comes up with an idea, pitches it to the other one, we work through it together. Um, and then one person writes and the other person's story edits. On November 25th, tune in to Count Rahun's Feature of Fright to hear my Interviewed by a Vampire special with Krista Pallier and Michael Dondero. 
the operators behind the Lost Signal Society. The interview shall be available on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, and YouTube, November 25th. I spent a lot of time in the library. When the rest of the kids were out at recess, I preferred to avoid the bullies and be on my own in the quiet, dusty little corner of the school. I was reading my new book on chess from Ratten... I mean Eisenstein. Hello, Zorian. What are you reading? Shh! A book on chess. My friend gave it to me. Oh, let me see. Oh, look, a little stamp. He says it's called an Ex Libris. Oh, sure. Mama used to call him, this book belongs to. I like to read. You do? Well, sure. <laughs> Why do you think I'm here? Oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Would you teach me to play chess? Well, I'm just learning myself, but maybe. Oh, he gave me something else, too. Oh, hey, neat! It looks like a gun from one of those old space movies. Yeah, that's what it is. It's from a show my friend used to go see when he was our age. Well, my age. What grade are you in anyway? I'm in seventh grade. <laughs> I'm in eighth grade. I know. Like your brother. I know. Jeffrey is kind of a... Kind of a what? Ugh. Kind of a what? What's your problem with me? I didn't do anything to you. You need a reason? You're not from here. You're weird. And you're foreign. Country was a real land of opportunity before they just started letting anybody into it. Land of opportunity? You're just repeating what Dad says. Shut up, Amelia. I'm not too stupid to see when facts are facts. Where you're concerned, there's no such thing as too stupid. What are you doing following my sister around anyway? She came to me. Chess, huh? You learn strategies so you can ruin more things? I was so tired of being lonely, of this boy, of moving, of everything. Come on, Jeffrey. Get lost, Amelia. Give me back my book, Jeffrey. Why should I? Because I have this. Because you have a weird water gun? You want to know the truth? You're right. I'm here on an intelligence mission, and I want my book back. It's from my commander, Eisenstein. I need it to send messages to the motherland. Give it to me, or I'll be forced to use this device. That's just a dumb toy. A mere disguise. I raised my friend's gift, and I focused my mind. You will leave me alone. Are you threatening me? Guys. Hey, what's going on over there, boys? Shh. Hey, Eisenstein. I finished the first chapter about opening gambits. It's wonderful. Maybe I won't beat you as fast this time. How is school? Well, there's a kid who's always giving me a hard time. Today he got mad because his sister was talking to me. Younger sister? Yeah, how'd you know? It's always the younger sister. He's like being protective? You're wiser than your years. It's a gift if you make it one. But You'll have to learn to get along with people. I'm trying. Good. Did you ever think maybe this boy is afraid of you? What? Really? Why? You are a good student of history. Mm, 
maybe... Uh, I don't know. He's huge. What can he be afraid of? And if I'm so great and smart, then why don't you just trust me admit that you're the rat in Kognig? It's not that simple, my friend. But how about this? I am one of many people who watches and keeps note of some of the strange goings-on in this city. And let me assure you, there is goings-on. I have reasons for being a private person. Um, am I a goings-on? No. You are my friend. And I would never put you in danger. Okay. Could you help me with something else, too? We need to do a report for class, and I want to write about the number stations. Oh, you fixed it after that boy broke it. Good for you. What is this? Four. Nine. Honestly, one, nobody quite three, knows. But ten, mostly if you think six, it's for Ispion. You mean real spies? Zero, yes. It two, seems to be the most likely explanation. Four, what are they saying three, and why are they putting it in public? Because nine, if done properly, it is four, an unbreakable code. Three, really? You see, each person eight, has something called a one sheet. Which is a kind of code key that allows them to decode the numbers that the voice reads out into letters, which then translate. Since they each have a matching key made of numbers randomly arranged, if you only use that key once, it's impossible to decode. Even though the technology has gotten more and more advanced, these methods remain tried and true, which is why they're still used today under our very noses. The end. That's a very interesting stuff, Zoran. Certainly gave us a lot to think about. Though I think most of us mostly use the radio to listen to music, right, kids? <laughs> all right, all right. All right uh, I'm sure I don't need to remind you to behave yourselves at the school carnival for the rest of the afternoon. Everyone enjoy themselves. Hey, Zoran, is that your mother running the ring toss? How come she's such a hot piece and you look like a potato? And you'll report on the spy radio stations? Dumb move. Guys. He did a whole report today, Em, about how spies talk to each other on unbreakable codes on the radio. He's just rubbing it in our faces. He's nothing but a commie rat. That's crazy. I'll find out what you're up to. Better a rat than a roach. What'd you call me? A roach. Filthy. Crushed under my boot. You know the type. Being punched hurt worse than I had ever thought. My mother had never raised a hand to me. The pain shot stars through my brow and blood trickled down my temple. I reached into my bag on the Stop ground it, next guys. to me and I swung the metal toy hard in his face and blood washed over his teeth. The commotion broke my concentration. I felt as though I was gonna vomit. I was disgusted with myself immediately that I'd hit him. With Jeffrey momentarily distracted by the adults and our schoolmates rushing towards them, I dropped the ray gun and I took off towards Eisenstein's apartment. All right, all right. Well, what seems to be the problem? Are you all right? Oh, Jeffrey, you're bleeding. He and Zoran were fighting. He hit me and ran off like a coward. Ran off where? I don't understand. Zoran, your son's a spy and he got a secret weapon. He dropped it on the ground there. It's, it's just a toy, everybody. It's just a toy. Oh, hey, I remember these. My dad used to make me watch Captain Drake Smith, Space Hero. Your son is bleeding from the mouth and you're reminiscing? 
Uh, come, let me look at you. Yes, Mrs. Belovic. Is that true? Did Zoran hit Jeffrey? Only because Jeffrey slugged him. Tattletale, and so what? He's a spy. He told me so. Remember, he even did a report about it today. Okay, Jeffrey, doing a report on code breaking doesn't mean you. Where did he even get that old thing anyway? His spy commander gave it to him. They meet on Tuesdays. Oh. <laughs> Amelia, I'm surprised. You're usually more level headed than your brother here. You know, sports is my son's strong suit, not academics. Mr. Warren, I, I think all our students have unlimited potential if properly taught. That's nice, man. Dad, stop laughing. It's real. He gave him that chess book, too. They're plotting something. Zoran's in school chess club on Tuesdays. I wish this school had a chess club. I've been trying to get funding for that for years. Wait, Zoran's been lying? Look in his backpack. The chess book doesn't come from our library. It's from his friend, the spy. Let me see this book. Jeffrey, this is just a toy. No, it's not. I think you were just imagining things. You hit this boy first? Well, yeah, Papa. I've warned you about fighting before. Did he hit you? And so you had to defend yourself? Well, no. Then can it, kid. That's not how us Warrens operate. We end fights. We don't start them. I don't know if that's exactly what you mean, Mr. John Warren. is just fine. And don't you tell me what I mean and don't mean. Let me see this book. What is this stamp in the book? Who is Eisenstein? He's the spy! We need to find him. He could be in danger. This, this Eisenstein could be a very bad man. He's a Russian spy. They're all commie spies. Jeffrey, we're Yugoslavia. Same thing. Actually, Jeffrey, Yugoslavia is really more of a Balkan nation. We're getting you a tutor. Dad! Are you going to do anything about the fact that my son was attacked? Of course I will. Uh, I don't think there's much need for formal discipline here. Looks like he needs to toughen up a bit. Boys will be boys, after all. My son does not need to be hit. Mr. Warren, I suggest... Look, I don't mean to pry, but there's a school carnival, and he's off alone over here. Antisocial is what it is. Maybe my boy wouldn't give him a hard time if he was more normal. No father figure at home, maybe? A uh, home is none of your business. Seems to be the kind of place where you don't know what's going on with your son. If he is spending time with strangers. Uh, I, I, I think I know a very easy way to make everyone feel better. I bet you do, sweater vest. Okay, the man's address is in the book. Why don't we pay him a visit? We'll meet him, and hopefully Zorn will be there. Look, it's not far. Those commies have it coming now. Now, Jeffrey, we just want to make sure Zorn's safe. Uh, John, maybe you ought to come along with us in an unofficial capacity? Unofficial? I'm a cop. I can't... I can go alone to look for my son. Yeah, Dad's a cop, and he's going to arrest stupid Einstein. I'm not arresting anybody yet. But I don't think you should go alone. Or just with sweater vest over here, Galena. Who knows what kind of man this Einstein is? Eisenstein. Okay, okay, it's, it's really only a few blocks away, everybody. Yeah, do what you want. Let's just go. Then it looks like we're all taking a little field trip. Can we get this done? I got a fraternal order meeting. Nobody needs you or your son to stay. Okay, okay, everyone. I, I think this is it. Come on, sweater vest. Give it some gusto. 
coming, I'm coming. I screamed out in my mind, hoping he'd pretend he wasn't home. My insides twisted up. Hello? When the door opened and she saw me inside, my mother looked with such a pain in her eyes, I wasn't sure what I could do or say. Oh, hello. You must be Galena, Zorian's mother. I've heard much about you. Who are these people? Look, son, here's your criminal mastermind. Just a geriatric headcase. I don't know, Pop. Hello, Mr. Uh... Eisenstein. Yes, Mr. Eisenstein. I'm afraid there's been uh, some concern at the school. These boys got in a little fist fight over you being, well, a... Uh... Dirty pinko spot. <laughs> I'm afraid that my bed hip rules out much espionage. I didn't know my son was visiting you. Oh dear, it's been ever so nice to have a chess partner. I, I don't like him going into the houses of strangers. Well then, let us cease to be strangers. Come in, come in. Well, as long as we're here. Dad, Dad, some kind of spy machine. A shortwave. Haven't seen one of these since the war. You got many ties to the old country. My brother is dead. That was all. Uh, what is this all about? There's just a little concern about you and Zoran and your... Ah, he's a good boy. To keep an old man company. My name is Mr. Paulson. I'm Zoran's teacher. How do you know this boy? What's that, sir? Oh, I am so sorry. Hearing is going these days. How do you know this boy? We met in the park. He's my best friend, and he's totally not a spy. I just said that to scare Jeffrey. See, son? You've been duped. Why didn't you tell me about your friend? I was afraid he wouldn't let me come over anymore. We'll talk about this later. I am so sorry. I thought he had permission. Well, we've all learned something. Yeah, I learned that Zoran is even more of a loser than I knew. Your best friend is totally an old man. We're done here. I promise there's nothing more to this, madam. You and your husband are raising a fine boy. Good at chess. It's miss, actually. Well, that explains a lot. Shut up! Enough, Zoran. You've caused your mother and teacher much worry. That's not kind to people who love you. I know, I'm sorry. If we're done here, I'm feeling quite tired. Yes, yes, I, I think we need to go home. Good night. As the door to my friend's apartment closed, I looked around at the scowling faces of my worst enemy and the friend who I thought had betrayed me, and my mother's sad look. Disappointment soaked through me in a way I'd never felt before. The next week was almost silent in our house. My mother was so deeply hurt by my lies that she seemed distant. I wasn't allowed to visit Eisenstein or use my radio or... Hi. Come to rat me out again? I was really scared for you. I thought he really was a spy. And I don't like that my brother hit you. No. Does it still hurt? Mm, it was worse. Doran, listen. Trust me, there are enough monsters in this world. And I don't like people hurting other people. And I don't think you do either. I didn't. I felt sick afterwards. Zoran, do you really not have a father? I do. I just don't know him. Well, mine's not too hot sometimes, so maybe you're better off. I'm sorry he was kind of rude to your mom. He means well, but... 
He's kind of an animal sometimes. Do you still want to learn how to play chess? Maybe. I don't know anymore. Um, hello? Hello, Misiku. Oh, I didn't think you'd be home yet. I got off early to go talk to your friend again. Oh? I was thinking about it. I know you need someone besides me. I know that you're missing... Mama, I'm not missing anything. I want to be a nurse. But I know with me working so much, it's been hard. I'm up for a promotion now, Mama, so maybe... you are enough. I'm, I'm sorry I didn't tell you about school and about my friend. I just didn't want to bother you. Zoran, you're my son. You're never a bother. Please, no more secrets. Okay, I'm sorry. You, you said you went to go see Eisenstein? Well, yes, but I'm afraid he's gone. He wasn't home, you mean? No, no, sweet. When I went, he was moving. He's going to live with his daughter upstate. I have to say goodbye. He's gone already. He said it had been the plan for a long time, but he hadn't... It's had... not true. You brought some joy to an old man. I, I just don't know why you had to lie about it. He's not... As old as he looks, or, I don't know, maybe he's older? What are you talking about? Oh, here. He wanted me to give you something. Battle of Chess Ideas? That's a very nice book, bound in leather like that. Oh, he gave me this, too. It's a travel chess set. I opened the book. There on the title page was written a radio frequency, today's date, and a time. My mother took my silence for sadness. I would have let you spend time with him if you had let me meet him. I'm just worried about you being safe. There are bad people in this world. Sick people. He wasn't one of them. He's better off with his daughter. Is he really gone? Oh, the apartment was empty. I got there just as he was leaving. Am I allowed to use my radio now? <laughs> I think that might be okay. I'm sorry, Mama. I love you, Misiku. You're all I've got. My mother hugged me long and hard. I love you too. Go. Play with your radio. As soon as I turned on the radio, my heart was pounding. <clears throat> Just as I was about to give up. Hello. Is that you? It is I. Is there a rotten cunning? I knew it! I'm so sorry. No regrets, boy. It was time to move the station anyway. I can't stay in the same place for too long. You've learned a hard lesson, but you're a good young man. Thank you. No more schmaltz. Let's get down to real business. Pawn to C3. Thank you so much for listening to Lost Signal Society. If you're enjoying our unique brand of programming, please subscribe so you don't miss a single story. You can also follow us on Instagram, at Lost Signal Society, on Twitter, at Lost Signal SOC, or check out our website, lostsignalsociety.com, and explore the map of the Lost Signal universe. 
Thank you so much, and we'll see you next week.